Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And guys, we're so excited because not only was the Beverly Hills finale last night, which was amazing, iconic, legendary, I loved it. Salt Lake City's back. And we can celebrate because Mo has officially gotten his BravoCon tickets and we are going to be at BravoCon next week. Yes! I'm so excited, guys. In true like crazy Gemini fashion, I procrastinated. And you know what? I manifested this. I manifested my life. Um, this is not going to turn into a self-help podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, literally, I was the entire time I was like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I always said I statements. And I was like, I'm just going to buy a ticket at like a much cheaper price. And I'm going to make sure that that happens. And I fucking did it. And my tickets are being mailed today. They should be here by the end of the week. And I am so excited. I spoke with the seller that sold them to me. And Subhub, where I bought them, and it's 100% legit. So, guys, if you are contemplating going to BravoCon and you're like, I don't know if I can afford the ticket price, go on to Subhub. I've seen like at least 20 tickets that are under $150. I'm kind of. I got mine at $90. <laughs> so, I'm just going to make y'all be real. I mad. had to go through like a stressful ticket buying process, okay, for one. It felt like buying tickets to like, you know, like a Beyonce concert or a music festival. Two, my tickets were way more expensive than that. Plus the watch. Well, you have to get your watch. What happens live add on girl. Yeah. How much was that? That was like uh, 80 something. And then I mean, yeah, the fact that I paid $90 for my tickets and I'm only have to pay 80 for the watch what happens live add on, like say less. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, girl, I'm happy for you. Glad you're going to be there with me because I was scared of being alone, but also. Fuck you for getting that price. I'm so bad. <laughs> I told you from the beginning this is what was my plan. And I think you doubted me. You were like, he's just not gonna go. And yeah, he's not I, gonna get I honestly like did not think that Mo was gonna like pull this off. Yeah. No, and I literally I said it from the beginning. Like I I say a lot of bullshit, guys. I lie a lot to myself. <laughs> like in this moment, I was like, no, I'm gonna get the tickets. It's just gonna it's just a matter of when. And I have been stalking StubHub every single day for the past two weeks. And yesterday I saw a good price for one. It was like 120 and something in me was like, you just wait, you wait till tonight and something's going to happen. And I got one for 90 fucking dollars with taxes and everything. It was like less than 120 or less than 130. I'm just happy. I'm so happy we're going. Zach and I are planning. Like we are obviously y'all know, um, we got to show out. We got to look fucking hot. We got to show up for our housewives. Like, I want good photos with these ladies. Uh, we want to kiki with you guys who are going. If you're going, DM us because we already have, like, one party planned that we got invited to from someone on Instagram. We're really excited about that. We just want to connect. Like, that's what it's for. It's to fucking talk housewives and bravo and connect. It's so exciting. Like, one, like, going... I've been to, like, a few, like, little Bravo events. Like, obviously, like, the Dorinda of it all. Like, the Sonia meet and greet thing. And, like, I've met so many cool people in, like, those lines alone. Like, just, like, going by myself or, like, you know, like... And then bonding over the love for Bravo. So, like, I cannot wait for this big fucking convention of all us Bravo lovers. So, yes, DM us if you're going. Let us know. We love to link up. Have a good time in the city with our housewives. We are so excited. We cannot wait. But we can't wait. The universe is aligning, guys, and it's happening. It's Tina Shea. It's, it's, it's all happening. happening. <laughs> With that being said, um, let's get into the episodes. We're going to be talking about Beverly Hills today and Salt Lake City. So let's start off with The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
to the press any of this information about Kathy. No, I no. don't know how to do that. Tell I, I her. That. No. No. It was someone who works for you. Interesting. A publicist. Kathy launched an investigation and found out that it was someone on Erica's team that had leaked these stories. My publicist did that? Well, then you should show me what you have. I'm sure we can get that to you. Please do that ASAP. I know that I've gotten a lot of calls and dealt with my own publicist this week with things that have been said about me. But what I'm saying, I think a lot of stuff gets out there that isn't necessarily a leak from anybody. And I've had to, you know, I've, I've never gotten any calls. I don't have a publicist, but I haven't gotten any calls. I have. I know that Nikki and I share a publicist. Yeah. So I don't think that would be in his best interest to do something like that to his client. How convenient to accuse my publicist of press leaks. You know what? Your sister made an ass out of herself in public and everyone saw it. It's really disappointing to see Kyle try to flip this back on me. Let's be honest. She's afraid of Kevin. All right, everyone. Let's talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We have so much to talk about. We missed last week. So we want to cover last week because that was a big fucking episode. But this finale... Listen, I know a lot of people are a little bit disappointed because there was so much hype around the finale and there was like rumors that they hadn't shown the wives until the reunion and like everything like that. But like to finale standards, like it was fucking good. It was, it was good. Like it was for sure good. Like I like, I liked the episode a lot, but like, I don't think it was like as phenomenal as you think it was. Like, I think it was so Zach was over funny. here like coming himself. He was like, "This is the fucking best episode of Real Housewives ever." I, I mean, not the best episode, but it was a great finale. I mean, think about like some it was of the good. No, vi- it was good, bitch. It was okay. Good. Like, think about the recent finales that we've gotten in like Housewives, like period. Like, we've had really good Housewives episodes, but finales have been kind of like, mm. except for like Atlanta this year was good. Um, yeah, that even felt like it was like more fun, you know. Like Atlanta yeah. was so good just because it was like it was a good. Yeah, Atlanta was great with the the runway of it all and the Shisha by Sheree. But like this, you're right. This felt more like it to me. The only complaint that I have is why didn't we, as producers, push for Erica and Rena not to leave? Like go sit down and let's dive into this longer because it felt like Dorit and Kyle were, especially Kyle, but like Dorit was getting there to where they were going to turn in a second. It was like we were watching the demise of that friendship in real time. And it's like, why didn't they de- And then why did producers also just let Diana just leave? Because at this point, they didn't know that she was going to be this big flop with the fans, you know? Yeah. So it's like, why didn't they force everyone to stay and be like, no, you need to stay longer. Diana's and also, always the first one to keep getting up and being like, I'm yeah. going to leave now. And like, get I think I'm going to here. go. I'm going to go. It's, it's late. I'm going to go. I'm like, Asha, get out of here. I I could not like. I'm so over her. I'm so done. Girl, get 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 get. Uh, we're never gonna see that woman again. But also like. Okay, I want to let's talk fashion. Let's get that out of the way because the reunion looks dropped this week and they shook the fucking table because these women 
these fucking women. It's crazy to me that Beverly Hills is known as like the fashion franchise because like they turn looks during the season. Yeah. Looks. Like Lisa Renna in that Balenciaga look at the final, I will say I hated, hated, hated the hair with it. It was not the right hair. If she had a like Kim did, people would be like, oh, you're copying Kim. There's been so many people like, oh, she wants to be the Kardashian so bad because she wore a garment that was produced to millions. And if you want me to pull up all the photos of people who have worn that blue cat suit, like, shut the fuck up, please. Please, get a life. And I like the hair. I didn't not, not like I, the hair. The hair was good, but it, it looked a little shake and go. It looked a little... Oh, I didn't think it looked shake and go. Oh, yeah, baby, you got to pay attention because the her actual hair was slicked back and there was such a moment of when you knew where the wig pony started. And I just wish that we did a sleek... <laughs> slick that baby back. And it was a sleek back pony. That would have been a serve. Yeah, no, it would have been it would have been really nice if it was like that. I don't or know. Or a braid, I like a sleek braid like Dorit does. Like I a, do not or, understand reunions for beverly hills like i just there's no no theme no theme never no theme just thoughts just like show up just i mean if you guys we've all seen the photos like the by far the two most offensive fucking looks were garcelle and sutton just (laughs) what in the world garcelle you are too beautiful. I cannot. Like, it's so disappointing how Garcelle like continues to drop the bag in certain areas in the fashion department. Because oh, neck up, Garcelle was serving. The hair and makeup stunning. was stunning. Yeah, she was gorgeous. Not like tonight's hair and makeup, which we'll get into that, but um, stunning. I mean, come on. And the the dress, like, it's not a bad dress. It was one ill fitted. Two, it was just not great to be sitting down in that and then you threw that Louboutin boot which did not look Louboutin to me it was giving very Steve Madden it was I what and Sutton Sutton my dear my dear baby um why why did you pick this dress and it was just super ill-fitting it was so ill-fitting guys I zoomed in and sent photos the arms didn't even fit her and there was like it was bunching under the armpit like I'm a personal stylist, guys. I do not. Are let you? My, yeah, come on now. I, I, <laughs> I know fashion. I don't let my clients leave the room without a seamstress checking, at least checking in. And if they say no, I still call her up and I make her go into the room and I'm like, let's just do it. You know, just a little. They just might a little know, something. They might, you don't know that you might need that half an inch up on the shoulder to the side. You know, but when, when I do it, you're like, wow, no dress. Who this? I just and also what's the most offensive thing was Sutton's hair. <laughs> that sad little pony. It was a sad little pony. It was a sad, was sad, a sad little, little pony. pony. And like, I just can't. They were you know, none of them. At were first, good. I didn't really like Dorit's, but now, like looking at it, I'm kind of like, kind of. I kind of like it. I just want to know, like her her pussy is going to be out. It's her pussy is going out. Like you have to sit there for. Uh, they did they film for like twelve hours? I read you have to sit there for up to twelve hours. So long, and you have to be on what did Luann call it? Snatch guard. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to be on Sonia Morgan's snatch guard the entire time. Like I know you're on the end of the couch, but like how? Wait, so what is the seating arrangement? Do you know? Yeah, it's Kyle Garcelle Sutton, um, Crystal. Or no, Sutton Dorit. Maybe. And then the other side is Rena, Erica, Crystal. And 
Uh, yeah, because Diana's not there. <laughs> Diana's not there. Uh, Diana will be shown on a green screen. Uh, Diana's look, very much beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. She looked great. I heard she was like, like it's like kind of like uh, she comes, like, is she going to, is it going to be like Dallas where she's sitting there the entire fucking time in a big screen? Or is it going to be like, we're zooming in from Diana, asking her a couple questions. And it's like, bye, Diana. Nice to see yeah. you. It's like, Diana from Bosnia. What's your question? <laughs> no, like, actually, I just that. Do you remember really that one reunion where really they had Brandy Glanville send a video in? Hey, guys, I'm drinking wine and no one can say a damn thing. How's it going? I've been watching you. It's so amazing to be a viewer. Kyle, you and I have had some fun times together. I have an odd soft spot for you because I know you can be good. That makes sense. You are one person when you're around Vanderpump and you're a completely other person when she's not in your life. And I like you when she's not in your life. Catherine, I like younger men too. Your husband's hot, good for you. I want to say I'm sorry. To Eileen, I really didn't think you had it in you to man up and call BS on LVP. And your hair looks amazing this season. I don't know who's doing it now, but you need to get Rena on that bandwagon. Why are we giving her a platform when she's not on the show? What? One of my fucking <laughs> favorite moments. And she's just like dragging all of them for filth. And Lisa is like, Lisa Vanderpump's like, why are we even giving her like a moment? Right, she's not on the show. <laughs> Kyle's like almost in tears. <laughs> she read them, guys. Like the thought of having. So there's also been rumors that I think we've all seen the photos of Denise. Denise is working the rounds. She has been with Sutton. She's been with Garcelle. Um, Camille was just had posted a picture with Sutton. Garcelle's posted with Lisa Vanderpump. But from the rumors that we're hearing, it's uh, Camille, Denise, Kim, and Brandy who have been. I guess at least approached by production to coming back in some capacity. I would just like Brandy and Camille are going to shake the table and Kim is going to destroy the table. (laughs) They're going to shake it and Kim's going to break it. I want Brandy back so bad. Camille would be everything because Camille is just like not afraid to get shady. No, she's a loose cannon. (laughs) She's a loose cannon. When she went on that fucking rant about Brett Kavanaugh, like (laughs) what? Why? She was like, well, Dorit, you owe money. And you know who else owes money? And who knows what it's like to be fucking tormented? Brett Kavanaugh! Comparing herself to Brett Kavanaugh is f***ing weird. I'm sorry. I mean, I know she has the f***ed up sense of herself, but it isn't about you, Camille. This is about a much bigger thing. He's going to be a judge on our court for the rest of his life. And that is a very big thing. She's like, I know. I know what it's like to be the on that side. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Girl. It's like uh, the wrong road, wrong team. Wrong road, wrong road. Well, wrong let's, road. Get, let's get into uh, last week's episode first, because we want to talk a little bit about that before we talk about the finale, because that was crazy. I mean, so we had like Erica's like hair launch party that went on and a lot happened there. I am just, and they show a little bit of it of it. And like, well, they do like a montage in the finale. Lisa Rinna talking about the Kathy of it all I'm is shook. like I'm the shook. funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. I say what you want about Lisa Rinna. Okay. It, it like, 
you guys are getting mad at her for being dramatic. I love how like dramaticize it up. Like, like I saw someone posted on Twitter and was like, "Oh, she's officially lost it. She's lost it from the finale when she started." We'll get into that about her saying, you know, the, of the cancer thing, all that. But like to me, that moment was pure fucking camp. I Damn, I, I love audibly it. cackled, audibly when, cackled when she's like talking and she's just like, "I was shook. I was I was so shook. I've never." seen behavior like that in my life she's trying to silence me she is trying to silence me and you know my, one of my favorite moments from when she's talking about the kathy of it she's like kathy told me she said no bueno bueno spelled wrong <laughs> i oh my god i was literally like i was sent i could not um i okay so i love the women picking out the hair that moment when uh krista was like i look like black pink oh my god i look like black pink <laughs> <laughs> i Black pink in your area, guys. I'm a blink. I'm a. I'm a very a blink. much. I have tickets to go see them in um, November, so I'm very excited about that. But I do. Yeah. En- I enjoy a little black pink bop here and there. Um, you know, I haven't listened to the new album, but the beat was very fun. I liked it. The new album is actually kind of mid. I mean, I love them to death, but um, there's there's one ballad on there that's like so good it reminds me of like little mix um what's the big single is it showdown um pink venom and shut down shut down yeah i liked that one i pink venom i've heard um from the copious amount of times that you played it uh when (laughs) we were in new york and shut down i like too i worked out to it the other day love black pink um (laughs) the billy dean of it all let's get into that because that was just that we're, we're talking music, baby. Let's get into Billy Jean is not my love. She's just a girl. I lo- listen. I am the one. Listen, it wouldn't be Billy Jean for me. It would be another Michael Jackson song. There's Wait, what song would it be? <laughs> I mean, for me, it would be. It, it'd have to be Dirty Diana. I love Dirty Diana. I love. I love Scream with him and Janet. Ooh, oh my god, yeah, that music video. Yeah, that music video is everything. I really love um like Earth Song. Oh my god. Okay, the only Earth song that I love is guys, we're gonna go deep here. If you're an American Idol fan, Haley Reinhardt from American Idol, I think season ten, uh such should have won underrated queen has a cover of Earth Song that is oh my god, it is so stunning. What about the children? <laughs> Is it a time? What about war? One of my favorite, one of my favorite like tweets right now, like Twitter trends is like, and for example, like they used it when like Beyonce like finally announced an album. It's like the drought's over, and it's just the scene from the music video where he's like holding on to these two trees and like this huge storm, and he's like, "Woo!" <laughs> they're like. They're like the drought's over. It's like insane. Like I'll play a little clip of it because it's so funny. Oh, um, I only I actually only first heard that song from American Idol, and I really only know her cover. I've listened to his, but like I'm gonna also send you her version. It is 
Shit's okay, good. can someone can someone back up? Because I tried to tell Mo this because we talked about it. Because obviously, like there was the whole Crystal was like, I don't think the women understand. Like it's problematic to like you know want to play Michael Jackson these days. And Mo was like, Oh, come on, Crystal. And I was like, Um, I'm sorry. I, I like I'm still on like the I love the music kind of like I can't like I. Tell me if everyone has the share experience because I talked to Mo about this. I said, listen, I was in 2009, had a Wii, like most of us did, and played the Michael Jackson Wii game, the dance game. Please tell me that I'm not the only one because I played that night and day with my brother and sister, with my cousins. Like, we, I just, like, not we would be up to like fucking like two in the morning, like dancing to like Ghost and like Thriller and like, you know, Earth Song and. All that, sh- all that shit. How the fuck you dance to Earth Song, bitch? <laughs> you just do. I don't and know. Is it like contemplative dance? Is it like they had like, it on there? Like, it's con- had- now dancing contemporary <laughs> to Michael Jackson's Earth Song. I loved it. I mean, I I absolutely adored it. it was I like, have a really so funny it. moment. Um, so I was in. I remember the day because it was raining so hard, and Michael Jackson died on my best friend I, from high school I birthday. Remember that day. It, it was, was raining. June. It was June twenty fifth, right? Yep. Yeah, so we're driving in the car, and if you're from Cleveland, you know the radio station. So the person on the radio station on 107.9 is, like, trying to be so serious. They're like, guys, it was reported today that Michael Jackson has... He not. He passed away. He did. And they started sobbing on air. And me and my friend and her sister are in the car, and we look at each other, and we're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> they were like, they were trying to go full Barbara Walters, and they were just like, he did. <laughs> the king has died. I remember when he died and we were like all like so like sad and then that's what like sent me into like a Michael Jackson. We still went out for my friend's spiral. (laughs) (laughs) Um I don't know. I mean I Sheree or Sheree. How old were you? That was like that was two thousand and nine. You were about to graduate high school. Yeah, I was seventeen. I had fake IDs. We went to Bounce Nightclub. Oh Do you know Bounce? Do I know? Bounce? I don't know. You're younger than me <laughs> by two years. It's like, well, bro, like, did did you have a fake ID? Uh, not at that time. I would just run in. I yeah, would like, I mean, that place was so chaotic that you could just run in. Like, I would, I would be at the door and I'd be like, "Oh, there's my friend. Hi, hi!" And I'd run to like somebody, and they just like you wouldn't even. You also, that. they also did like some nights a week where it was like, um, "Oh, the police are here to get Erica, Jane, and Jen Shaw." Do you hear them? <laughs> I hear the sirens. <laughs> you hear the sirens? They're coming, guys. They're not here. We're just recording about them. Anyways, um, yeah, they used to do like eighteen and overnights too, so you could just take the wristband off and wash it and use your fake ID for the rest of the night if anyone came up to you uh, back in the day. But uh, Cherie being like, well, if they didn't play Michael Jackson, off with their head. <laughs> <laughs> she the the problematicness just went <laughs> right by. She was her. like, that's the biggest. That's the biggest crime. That's literally that's the biggest crime, not what Michael Jackson did. Um, but okay, also there were so many bombs dropped in this scene. Like the fact that Diana paid the man two hundred dollars to go away. I know. They were like, it doesn't matter who you are, anywhere you Diana was like low key shading Kathy. She's like, Kathy should know the game by now. I don't know why she doesn't know the game. I know I know the game. She was (sighs) she's licking. She yeah. was born. She was born into this. I was not, and I know the game. I'm she like, was born into the up. game. I married into the game, and Erica was like, "We all married into the game, baby." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "You did, Kelsey. You think she was a Hilton before?" I uh, 
this scene is like, I don't know, it was like one of my favorite of like the season, just because like everybody was standing there and like when they're all just like shocked looking at Rena and she's like, and she said a lot of things, a lot of things about everybody here. It reminded me of Denise and the Teddy stuff when Teddy's yeah. like, she said something about each and every one of you. She said, what did she say about Dorit? Dorit, you're stupid, worthless, and <laughs> oh, a waste wait. of space. Wait, are you talking about Kathy or what? I'm talking about Kathy. She yeah, said Dorit no, was a waste said, of like, space. Like I mean, Dorit idiot. and Denise probably said the same thing about, or Kathy and Denise probably said the same thing about Dorit. Yeah, like she's an idiot, like all these like, kinds of things. <laughs> uh, Dorit was so gonna, shook. She's going to take down Bravo, NBC. She's going to take them all down. She said that Kathy's, or uh, Kyle's going down. She said Crystal and Sutton fired. Why are they even here? Oh, yeah. And Renna said, the only people that went uh, unscathed were me and Garcelle. Everyone else had it. She went in. Which is so cra- so bizarre to me. I mean, Garcelle I get, but like Renna I don't get. Probably because she was in her face. Well, so yeah. She's like, you're right I, here. Yeah, okay, fair point. If, fair baby, point. if Renna wasn't there, she would have been like, that fucking big lip loser fucking sold diapers to fucking make money. She's like, that fucking lint liquor fucking... <laughs> <laughs> We're feeling really nostalgic. It's like it's like 2009 all over again. I know that fucking. It's so funny how like you can say like lint liquor to someone, like, and they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, no, they everyone should fucking. You know. lint liquor. Who are you calling a cootie queen? You lint liquor. Pickle you come cry. Also, when she's yeah, she said Dorit was a stupid, useless idiot. Was that um when she was like Kathy's so jealous of the Kardashians, and that is exactly where this stems from. I'm like, girl. Is it? Is it? Is it? it? (laughs) I don't know, baby. Um, Also, I think Kathy is just like a. I think Kathy is just used to getting her way and is actually like much more calculated than like we all peg her to be and like knows the game. She does know the game. Like somebody posted like um, a clip of like this reality show from back in the day where it's like how to be Hilton or to be oh, a Hilton. I watched, I watched like every episode of that, baby. And like Kathy's It was like, on like the CW, I think. Yeah, and like Kathy's there and she's like, she's like fully, like she knows reality TV. Like she yeah. gets her daughter is Paris Hilton. Like her daughter is the that. queen of, and like Kathy did make multiple appearances on The Simple Life. And like I said, I watched every episode of I Love Paris. Like Kathy is, this is not like, she's not this shell-shocked little like Bambi in the woods. What show is this? Uh, yeah. Like, no, Kathy knows what she's doing. I can't. But also she apologized. She, she owned up. She owned up every single thing that she said. She and, said, "Yep, did it off, set it off." And was yep. and was like, she she got really like emotional. Let's get into the Kathy Kyle scene. Um, yeah. Okay, I do want to start by saying when Kathy walked in, it was like the Paris Hilton of it all, and she was like, "Are these boots okay? Are they beyond?" <laughs> I, I noticed that too that she says beyond a lot. Mm-hmm. Paris, that's that's Paris is saying beyond. One of my Shakira, favorite. One of beyond. my favorite. Um, uh, watch what happens live moments is when Paris Paris is on it, and he's like, say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan, and she's like, she's like, uh, she's beyond Paris. Say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan. She's beyond. Okay, it's fun. 
and that's all she like she just leaves it at that it's like so funny i mean paris is paris honestly is like the catchphrase queen from that's hot beyond sliver to remember when she used to call people hungry tigers like you're just like a hungry tiger like yeah. i don't you're hungry <laughs> um but yeah when kathy like arrived it was like i like it was just so campy she's so fucking campy that's what i love about her um but this whole scene like she really breaks down with kyle which was like yeah i mean also though like i get the also the campness of i've been saying also a lot this episode guys but anyways kyle wearing the piece or kathy wearing the peace t-shirt and kyle wearing the aspen cardigan like you're full of shit and you're a piece of shit kyle (laughs) like you're a bitch um there was nothing else in your closet not one other thing you could have (laughs) worn but the aspen cardigan it was like Taylor Swift's folklore cardigan, which is Aspen written in big letters. Right, on the back I in know. Red. Like, okay, Scarlet Letter. It was very. It did look cozy. Kathy very much broke down, which was very like interesting to see. Um, and just like that whole dynamic, like I just want a whole like docu series on the Richard sisters and Big Kathy. Like big I want Kathy. like I want like a deep fucking dive. I want experts. I want everyone talking about it. They're like. I want someone to summon the ghost of Big Kathy and bring her. Like, do you remember in Charmed when they used to summon the mom and the grandma? Yes. I want them to summon the ghost of Big Kathy and have her sit in on it and be like, you know, with the little like wand things. Yeah. Big Big Kathy is here and she said that, Kyle, you're a piece of shit. Big Kathy is here. Someone said, um, someone DM'd it to us, I think. Uh, The the rocking chair yeah yolanda fister posted it yeah and it was like (laughs) big kathy is like there, like sitting the sitting there so that's that's creepy it's in the Um, ghost of big kathy because literally who was rocking that chair um their their stuff just goes so deep it really there the pain goes so deep i feel like as sisters they were really taught to be like whatever the dollar you bring in is the worth that you have to the family at this point yeah and it was like who could bring in the most money and kathy wasn't really kathy married into money later but she wasn't really known as the actress that brought in money during the family so that must have been tough for her and then seeing that like kim did bring in the most money and was a big actress and it was like that jealousy between her and kyle i don't know it's really dark it's so dark and kyle like you're like 85 years old and now you're choosing stickers um stick by your sister's side like, like now uh, we've gotten like Kim and Kyle. We've gotten Kathy and Kyle. I want Kim, Kathy and Kyle all on one season. I want to see like what that would the dynamic is. Yeah. We've never seen it. We've never, never. seen it like fully for more than like for more than like two seconds, you know? Right. Like, Cause we saw it at the party, right? They were all there at the, the season 10 big party. I believe so. Yeah. The gala. Um, like I want to see, I want that because I feel like there's just we're gonna get so many moments, and I honestly feel like they're both just gonna turn on Kyle. Yeah, like, I think that Kathy has the mental capability to put up the front, but Kim Richards is just so like off the wall, batshit, fucking crazy right. that she's gonna go in on Kyle, and she like she hates Kyle, fully hates Kyle. <laughs> she loathes that woman. And Kathy... Kathy would have my my back like a real sister would. No, not I, ever act I, like I, this. Kim, Kathy would have my back like a real sister. What is this? Behind the napkin? What is that? <laughs> my favorite scene. <laughs> I recently saw a photo of it with just a picture of her holding the napkin up. And it's like, if you show someone that with no context, they're like, what the fuck is I it? I can hear it. I can literally hear it. <laughs> what I was that? I can hear it right now. 
Oh um, my god, Kyle just is also just a little pussy, so it's hard for her to like really vocalize herself. But to me, it's like Kyle is so selfish and so self centered that we saw her get mad at about the Kiwasabi thing with Dorit. Like we, she has those emotions. She fully screamed in Dorit's face, but like. You're scared Kyle, to do it. at the end of the day, okay, and listen, a lot of people don't like this, um, and to which I say, too fucking bad, but a lot of people don't like the Mean Girls of Beverly Hills. Okay, listen, it's a fucking reality show. I want to see the Mean Girls. I love Mean Girl Kyle. It is so entertaining to watch. I mean, season one, where it's like, when she's just like gaslighting Camille the entire season, you know, and she's so Incredible. mean and like, and she's so mean in that limo, like, you know, and then I think people like, you know, were not happy with that. And she tried to change her image, but Kyle will always be that mean girl. She will always be like, kind of like, like a Regina George. I mean, you know? her hiding Brandy's crutches. I recently sent to one of our group texts, the, um, the scene with her and Kim in the back of the limo, which is iconic. But if you go back and watch that with the context that we have in 2022, you're like, Holy fuck. Like she was really, she was really fucking vicious. Like it was you dark. outed her alcoholism on national television, which is like one of the worst as someone who's like in recovery and like been in recovery. You, that's like one of the worst things you could do to someone. Yeah. It, that's it, so it's, fucked up. It's so bad. You're a liar. You're sick and you're an alcoholic. alcoholic. It's, I, mean, <laughs> I, I do love that lie. Me and Mo have done so much for you and it's done. It's over. And Kim was just there like, <laughs> what did you say did you don't you like it's just so good also like kim is just a mess man <laughs> a mess. an absolute mess an absolute mess but i want i want that mess on tv only if she's able to be like i wouldn't mind her being a guest like not a full friend of like she doesn't yeah. need to be in take a cast photo in a dress or anything i don't know if we're she's at that level to be ready yet but i think with kathy being there to protect her like she's okay to be a guest, you know? I don't know. I I want her in a dress. Put her in a dress. You seen recent interviews with her? I don't care. Put her in a dress. <laughs> I just I don't know if she's. She like, doesn't need to hold a diamond, but put her no, in a fucking dress. No diamond holding for her. But put her in a dress. Put her in a sparkly getup. Why not? Throw throw something on the girl. Well, I'll throw her in the mix. Throw a little air extensions on her. Throw a little blush. I want to see her and Kathy go after Rena. I do too. And I just want to know where Brandy Glanville is going to fall in the mix of it. Cause that's someone I do want to see hold a diamond and I do want to see in a dress, which we saw her in a dress recently. Good. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that like, so her and Kim are on the outs. Yeah. But I think it's just like a simple conversation that needs to be had. Because, oh, it's like, nothing deep. No, I someone tried to drown somebody in a hot tub. Something I believe like that. Something, <laughs> something along those lines. It's one of those um, things where you hear the shit like from Kim Richards. You know, you hear like whatever's going on. And if you heard that with anybody else, you'd be like, oh my oh, God, yeah. like what the hell? And with Kim, you're just like, oh, another day. Okay, so they, that's <laughs> another Kim thing. <laughs> Somebody tried to drown it out. So I'm okay, it's Kim. I think Kim did um, an interview for the premiere of this season that was at Kathy's house. And they were asking her about Brandy, and she was like, that Brandy posted a picture from the season 10 where Kim didn't want the picture to be posted because she didn't like the picture, but Brandy still posted it. And she's like, I can never forgive her. <laughs> I can never forgive her. <laughs> I mean, for the it's she's same. Done. I've cut people off for less. Shit. I've literally cut people off for a lot less. But like, also, I think those two will make up instantly. And Brandy's in a really good place with Kyle until they start filming, I feel like. I agree. Because she's like commenting on Kyle's pictures. Heart, 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 flame, flame, flame. 
I feel like um, Brandy like likes Kyle, but like is not going to stand for if she disagrees with Kyle. Like she's going to call Kyle out. Mm-hmm. Where like a lot of people won't do that. Like I, guys, like okay, we don't need to like completely shake this cast up. We just got to add a few people to the dynamic that is going to shift things a lot. I think you know that Diana I mean? and Sheree are the only ones that need to go, and we need to, like you said, shift the dynamic. Honestly, who knows if Kathy even wants to do another season at this point? It feels like very much Kathy showed up to the reunion to save face, but do we get her to sign on again? Is the big question mark? I think, and if we don't. That's when I think we bring in the reinforcements and they're Sutton and Garcelle's angels. And we, they need a team. They need a team, guys. I don't think that, I don't think that like, Ky, uh, Kathy is done, done. Cause I, I mean, Kathy's like like, literally given us like, and I, we didn't notice it till we talked about it in the last episode. She gave us half a second of a confessional compared to what yeah. she gave us last season, which was multiple confessional changes. And she did the whole, she played the game much more. I don't know. I think I might. she might be out. And I don't want her to be out. I think it'd be good to have her in the mix if we do, especially. If yeah, but I feel like in. The, in this case, it's like, who cares about, like, the men, like, having, like, a temper tantrum when, like, the other people who, like, left, it was, like, much bigger things, you know? I mean, if you said some words that are not socially acceptable, then maybe... Well, I think that's if the that's big, the thing, but they're not saying that. They're Kyle saying didn't that deny just, those, the slurs until after the season aired. So Kyle has Kyle just denied those for the first time on the after show after she was shown the entire season. So I think it's a big every, question mark in everybody's mind if they were going to go there, if they weren't going to go there. And I don't think they went there. And I don't think Bri- Bravo knows. Kathy's loved. The ratings come in because of Kathy. She's kooky. Is Kathy going to be at BravoCon? Ah, I fucking hope so. If she is, we'll ask her if she called somebody a faggot, and then we'll get back to you. Okay? And then we're going to make her call us a faggot on camera. Yeah, I'm going to be like, okay, so if she goes, no, I would never, we'll be like, okay, but can you call me one? <laughs> Did you see the Instagram live with Kathy and Nicki Minaj? Yeah. And she's so like, Kathy, you got some famous billionaire lesbians? I have any um, le- uh, billionaire lesbians? Oh, Kathy says she got billionaire lesbian shit. Okay. So, Kathy, we looking for billionaire uh, um, lesbian. <laughs> she said, child, Kathy, do. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I think, let me look. That's let me look. I truly feel like she probably texted Paris or Nick and we're like, do we know any billionaire lesbians other than Cara Delevingne? Um, Name one. So, let's get into the Kathy, Rena, Kyle sit down because that was girl history that history history people died people died (laughs) history was made to be honest to be quite frank people died nobody died at stonewall nobody what nobody died at stonewall (laughs) (laughs) oh iconic like kathy um she's like uh rena's like she's wearing the same shirt uh and i'm 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 nervous about this uh kathy's like i don't really I don't really have a temper. And then she was like, so what do you call that? She's like, losing my temper. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please guys, this was so like good. I mean, another moment that sent me was when she, she was like, why are you looking at me like that? And she's like, because you're looking at me like that saying that I have a problem. (laughs) Rena was like being guys. 
Rena was being I like I diabolical. If I were Kathy, I would have yeah, I, I literally, I, she was being so evil. Like Kathy sobbing so in her face, just like <laughs> she's like, "You're not gonna get away with this, Kathy." Like I'm like, I would what like the, the hell to show that that line has been in my head all week. You're not gonna get away with this, Kathy. You know what I was thinking the entire time during this thing? I was like, Kim is watching this and she's gonna egg Rena's house. She's <laughs> going to literally egg Rena's house. Like she's gonna it, rob her house like she robbed that Target. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember that. Okay, I recently watched a video on on TikTok. It was like all the housewives that have been arrested, and they had all of Kim's. I'm like, I forgot she went to jail for like robbing a Target, and then she came back and still did the season. <laughs> she fully she filmed the whole season wow. and they talked about it yeah Rena did. Ken, Rena did who else would have was like did it she she stole stuff from a, a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> it was like i think it was like the total was up to six hundred dollars at target and she just tried to walk out with the car <laughs> like that woman was gone mama was gone. gone yeah she probably thought she paid for it she fully thought she paid for it and she if not she uh like hallucinized that someone was behind the ghost of big kathy oh my gosh that was so scary you guys <laughs> my one of my vinyl records just fell off my wall as we were recording and that was big kathy so we're gonna we're gonna change the subject and <laughs> go, go on to renna <laughs> renna was pushing hard like hard like a little too hard i mean like i was very entertained I was entertained and I liked the villain of it all, but like, like we said earlier, she apologized. So like, what's the, if I understand, like, and I get even in the next episode with Erica and Rena being like, well, she has to own it because she owned it. She said, I said really bad things. I mean, that clip of her being like altitude, two glasses of wine, one glasses of wine, stupid, <laughs> shouldn't have said it. <laughs> Overtired, angry, stupid glass of wine, two glasses of wine, altitude. I'm so sorry. She she owned it. Yeah, she talks shit about each and every one of you. I also, okay, we don't give enough credit to Crystal because she's, like I said, mundane. But um, she, her, like, playing the game in this and being like, I never, never heard one bad thing about Kathy. And then at the wig party being like, I was there the whole time, didn't hear one thing. And then at the final being like, it was so loud, you couldn't even hear yourself in there, let she, alone Kathy. Yeah, she was like completely taking that to the grave. And th- yeah, she was very much, got a secret, can you keep it? Say very, very, pr- that's our pretty little liar. That's okay. our, I mean, that's our pretty little liar. But um, um I liked Kathy calling out Rena's like hypocrisy. Like, okay, we and we've said this before, we, we can call out our housewives. Listen, like, I don't think, like, just because I'm mad at the housewife or I don't like them, like, that they should be fired. Like, as long as they're bringing something, like, Rena is still bringing something to the table. Is she completely wrong? Yeah, she's absolutely wrong. I mean, for God's sakes, she blocked me and Modesto on, like, literally everything possible because she didn't want to speak about or, like, look at Bravo again. And it still won't shut the fuck up about Bravo. Yeah. Do you think that Bravo's like putting her on timeout for BravoCon and they're like, you're just like your messy boots? Yeah, I think so, they're trying to like make I think they're gonna try to like get people to like miss her in a way. Yeah, because you I mean I'm saying like she has to be on next season though. She has to be. I wanna see this continue. I want nothing more than this for this to continue. Like the we can get into the final now, but like the Kathy and or the Rena and Erica 
just going at the same time, being like, I don't know, did you hear it? Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. What about the press? Uh, did, did it even come out in the press? What is the press? What is paid? What's a publicist? I don't have one. Do you have one, Erica? I don't, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> so, play by play. True. It hasn't been in any publications, has it? No. no, I want to know how come if it was a play by play and someone was there, how come it hasn't been printed? Has it been in the press? Where is this information? Have you read it in the press? I haven't. I haven't either. You guys are like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no kidding. That was so funny. I mean, like, Rena was like, fully like she fully became like evil queen like evil like villain i mean look at like her hair her outfit like she was like she had a cape on bitch she had a fucking (laughs) cape she was a full-on fucking villain her whole thing my favorite part of the entire episode is when she's like well we're not gonna just sweep this under the rug if I i cannot take this to my grave because i will die and i will get cancer because I'd get sick and get cancer if I didn't express this. That's how bad it is to have these kinds of things go on and not express them. I'll get sick and die because it's that vile. I'm not going to take it to my grave. And they're like, okay. She's like, I, I, I can't do this because I will die. She's like, things I'll like get this cancer are, and die. They're, they're so severe. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get sick from home. This is so dark. I'm going to get sick. When I tell you I fucking howled, I howled and my sister was watching with me. We both were just cackling. Like, Rena says things that you have to look at each other and be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? But also, it's like, obviously, this is good TV. I don't it's get so it. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, like, Rena in a turtleneck sitting down grilling somebody is just something I always want to see. I'm I never going to say get it. that out of my face. I always want to see it. I, I mean, that look on her face, just the look of, like, the smugness of it all. I want nothing more than that, Rena. I just, she plays the game well. She does it better than anyone. What and was I she think, saying when they were like, I think this is, like, to take away from, like, you know, Erica. She's like, well, let's talk about Erica. Talk about Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Threw her right under the bus. She was like, well. Erica's like, wait, bitch, slow down. Slow the fuck down. Um, like, that wasn't the plan, Rena. Rena, we talked about it in the car. Um, I fully believe that it was Rena's publicist, not Erica's. Yeah, I do too. And I think that Kyle pulled that out of her ass. I don't think that that was even a thing. Like, when Erica dropped the bomb right back at her. Oh, like, I don't well, think Kyle pulled it out of her ass. I mean, when Erica said, I think that, I think that Kathy really, I think I, that Kathy really went into the links. To find out who it was. I, I you think, think that that publicist spilled tea and is more loyal to the client that is causing them absolute fucking hell as opposed to Nikki Hilton who's probably paying them so much goddamn money. Like, she said, blue. We share the same publicist. Maybe, she didn't think, maybe they didn't think it would get out, you know? They know. They're publicists. They know the game. They know the game better than anyone else. Also, Cobb like, I don't even have a publicist. No one ever has contacted me I, about a story. I like when I like when uh, Sutton is like, oh, God's sakes, let me go. Let me go ask. Him. Did either of you leak stuff about Kathy to the press? <laughs> uh, obsessed. Okay, key the MVPs of the episode were Garcelle. Kyle and Sutton for doing the dirty work, and then run on Erica for just being fucking master disgusting manipulator or like villains. villains. But Garcelle really just she clocked in. She said, "Listen, last two episodes I might have been off a little bit, but Mama, we're clocking in." She said, "Boop boop boop boop." So you don't think that this is to distract from Erica because Erica's done some shit and we haven't talked about it. And Kyle, the Kyle just started the wheels, the were wheels in Kyle's turning. head. <laughs> Kyle literally in her head was probably like. Wow, we found someone who does it as good as me. Yep. No, those two. Those two run Beverly Hills. 
They do. Okay. Also, I don't know. I feel like a lot of you might not have noticed this, but rewatch the episode. So Crystal comes up to Kyle and she's like, what's going on? And obviously Kyle wants to bring up the stuff about the press and she knows the story, but she paused for a while. And I think it was because she was like, you're so unimportant that I don't know if I want to have this conversation with you. I need to have the conversation with somebody, somebody else. else. Because yeah. this is going to be the story of the final. And I've done this for 12 years, 13 years. And this needs to be a, con- a conversation. I don't think you're the one to have it with. So scoot along. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so true. She paused for a long time. And she changed the subject. They talked about, they kind of talked about it, but not really. She didn't yeah. go fully in until Garcelle came and sat down. And she was like, yeah, she's like now no. let's spill. She's like, Crystal, you got to like work your way up the ladder. She's like, you're never yeah. going to get there. Is that what you want? Because you're never going to get it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, that whole whole thing. The shook montage had me cackling of Lisa Renna going, like, I was shook. I was shook. Zach posted something that was very, you know, inspiring. And I think that the producers should look at it. And it is, why the fuck was there not a mic on Faye Resnick? I at least get her mic. The second she opened her mouth, a boom man should have ran over and plopped it over her face because she stood up for fucking Kathy more than Kyle ever has in that 10 seconds that she spoke. She said, no, she's not. What do you she's mean? A good girl. She's a good she's girl. I mean, cause honestly, like Chris, Chris Jenner, Faye Resnick and Kathy Hilton are really close. Yeah. Like those, they're, they've been in Hollywood for I would so love fucking to long. see Faye in like more of like a friend of role. Like yeah. I feel like, you know, other than was like, it season three or four? I think it three. was season three. Yeah, well, they had a lot of friends that season. They had that one real that one, one. Yeah, that one random. Melissa. Wasn't she supposed to hold the diamond though? I think she was supposed to. She, I think she did. She held the diamond and then they edited her out last minute. Yeah. She was so, I mean, she was worse, more mundane than Crystal. Please. <laughs> My God. <laughs> well, was her, like, wasn't it like an affair or something like that? Or she was like cheating on her husband or something? Somebody was fucking someone. They weren't somebody was to. fucking somebody. Yes. That's- but I mean, Faye, Faye was the friend of the season when she dragged Brandy Glanville and said, no matter how many Chanel bags you borrow, you will never be a lady. You will never be a lady. That is one of my Red. favorites. Red. Red her, her ass. Red her. I would like to see Faye, too, because honestly, also, the facelift on Faye, incredible work. Incredible work. She looks 12 years old. Mama, she looks stunning. And the outfit at the party, I was like, holy shit, she's so chic. Like, I mean, I, obviously, we both watch a lot of Kardashians. Faye is a big player in the Kardashians. She, anytime, anytime anybody moves, Faye Resnick is right up in that house. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just want to see more Faye. Yeah, and I think she'd be, uh, honestly, she'd be great. Give her, a, give her a fucking diamond. Who cares? Give her a diamond. Point. At this point, give anyone. Her and Brandy, throw them in. I don't think she wants one, though. I don't think she needs like, one. No, it's not even that she. I, I don't think she. I don't think she wants one. I don't think she cares. No, I don't think she cares either. Like Faye has, she's infamous from the OJ stuff. <laughs> she's, but she's also the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Resnick. Yeah, I mean, she did post her Playboy. Please. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, if Ryan Murphy makes a fucking miniseries and Connie Britton plays you, baby, you're famous. No tea. Like, do you know that scene where she's like, "We used to just go out on the weekends and we would just get Starbucks and do cocaine." <laughs> like, and the fact that like uh chris jenner and um nicole simpson i believe gave Faye resonant intervention or like your major cokehead you have to go to rehab and they sent her to rehab i history 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 i i, I just want to see more of her i love her she's shady she has reached she's chic as fuck she's like 
And I just think that she would bring more as like a friend of because she's literally like a friend. Like she's like I, I, I like she. She's an actual friend. friend of. She's not hired. Yeah, she's not hired, hired. at all. She'll do more than I mean. Cherie just felt like such a flop. Like I wanted more from her. I was really expecting her to. And listen, she got paid. I think she had a great time. She watched in interviews. She's been a fan of the show. Who like she sat back and watched it. I wouldn't mind seeing her show up to an event that somebody throws here and there. I don't think she needs a hot mic on her or a boom mic. None of that. I don't need to hear. She doesn't speak. Yeah, no. but. Have her around. On the more the merrier, because who knows? Someone could surprise us at any point in this show. That's what I love about it, is that like you never know what's going to happen. Like Barbara Kay on Roni, did we think that she was going to get a fucking friend of from being on the hot mic twice? No. I, I loved Barbara Kay, and I've talked about that on the podcast numerous times, but I loved her. I loved her, too. I think that she could have been... I think it was right to demote her last minute and not make her full-time, but I think she could have been a friend that could have stuck with us for seasons. Yeah, I agree. I think we would have seen probably her and Elise or Leah McSweeney, like, they tongue each other. They would have fucked. Oh, absolutely. For sure would have fucked. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I love uh, I love the scene at the finale where, like, everyone is like, you know, Rena's still talking about this. And, and Rena goes, do you know what happened at the house? Do you know what happened at the house? What about you, Garcelle? Do you know what happened at the house? And everyone's like, no. She's like, you Sutton? And Sutton goes... You gave no details. <laughs> do you, Dorit? No. Cherie, do you? <laughs> and she went to every... Erica said, I don't even know what's going on in that house. The only person that knows is Lisa Renna. And so I hope she talks about it. So the season basically ends, you know, with... We got no reunion trailer. We're supposed to get that today. I know. Um, I mean, Andrew, Andrew Cohen, it is. He promised it today. He, he promised prom- it. He promised it today. I'm like going on Twitter right now, refreshing just to see. While Zach does that, I do love the moment when, while Rena and Eric are walking out of the party and they're just like, oh, well, this is, if no one knew about it now, they're going to know about it. And <laughs> Kyle's just like, oh, and Kyle help. hears them. She's like, can we please not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, so, I mean, people were probably loved the episode so much because it was the demise of that four, that little foursome. It felt like, I'm going to say was, it. We're not, we're not we going to say that little nickname. That. I hate that nickname. I will say the person that got done the dirtiest at the, in the final was Dorit because Dorit was like, uh, those two are just such a pair and I like to stand alone and not even a split second later they show the photo of her crying outside of Kyle's house after her robbery. She's like, and I was like, I enjoy being on an island by myself. No! Uh, oh my god, not that. Poor Dory. So going into next season, what do we want? We want Brandy full-time. We want, I want Diana Brandy gone. full-time. Diana gone. I want um, Camille as a friend. Yes. I want Kim as a friend or a guest. Yes. And I would like one more housewife. Or I think that Crystal and another new person need to play the whoever brings it more gets a full contract. Uh-huh. I would love to see someone with some name. I mean, Kamora Lee Simmons just did another interview saying that, yeah, there are still conversations going on. So that, you know, that kind of buzz died down because of the season, you know, being so good. But right. I'd love to see her on. She's a person of color. I'd love to see that. Um, I would love to see, you know, I mean, I think Christine. I want to see, and this is going to be like kind of like a shocker because I, I am not a huge fan of this housewife. But I would like to see, which I guess we're going to see it on Vanderpump Rules, but a, like a Garcelle LVP talk. 
I just think I would I like would like to see it on Vanderpump Rules. I just think with there's so many people, and if you guys remember, Reed said this on one of the last podcasts, is somebody will always get like lost in the an episode because there's so many of them that LVP sucks up so much air in the room and needs to be the center of attention so much that if she comes back, so many people are gonna get lost. Yeah. And Bravo loves. Well, I don't want her like like next season. I don't want her like back. I just want like a scene where she's like, "Tell me about the girls." How I think we should have a lot of those. You, yeah. you know, I think we should do a bunch of those. And um, someone on TikTok said this, and I agree, which made got me like the wheels turning in my head, where I was like, "Will if Eileen Davidson ever comes back to this show, is that the person who will calm Rena the fuck down?" <laughs> I, thought about, I thought about that too i immediately was like wow nobody has made her in a friend way be more normal than eileen yeah eileen and if, honestly was like, that was kind of rena's flop era if anything like erica has villainized rena even more like she's like brought out like that bad energy like it's like eileen's the good angel erica's like the devil on the show remember when they had was it season 10 when they all caught up Yes. It was Eileen. I would like that again. To I would love that. Because even though I Erica, love Eileen. I, I love Eileen, Eileen too. Eileen is one of those that you look back on and in the moment you were like, what the fuck? And then you look back and you're like, wow, icon. Legend. Icon. Also, I'm I think not, that I'm like, not a bit. I'm not a bitch. But I've played one on TV. That is one of my favorite. <laughs> That's a good tagline. <laughs> How long was Eileen a housewife? Three seasons or four? Um, she was on from five, six. She was on five, six, and seven. Yeah, three seasons. I mean, and then she's guested here and there. But, like, for me, I think the relationship between Eileen and Erica is really funny because they were, like, so close when they were on, which was they weird. Were so, like, yeah, they were, like, a weird pair. They were. And, obviously, I don't think they've spoken since. I, Eileen's been on Watch Happens Live and said she's they've DM'd. But, um, Remember when she was like, happy birthday. You're going to be on... Uh... The Young and the Restless, or the Bold and the Beautiful, or whatever. For an episode, for a scene. Yeah. Um, I just want them to catch up and be like, so what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I, did, I, you, I, did you defame them? The girls. Those people? Tell me about the girls. Me and Vince have been wondering about the girls. About the girls. <laughs> Erica, tell me about all those people you stole from. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? T- no, I, what was it? What, what, what did Eileen say when she was like, I, I just loved when Eileen would go head to head with like LVP. Oh, she hated her. She hated her guts. Hated her. <laughs> like, I thought I was going to get an apology. No. <laughs> I love when, because obviously Eileen's like a big star and like an Emmy winner and everything, but like at the core of it, she's a normal person. So I love she's when very they have, normal when they have normal people doing this show. You know what? At this point, let's bring in Eden Sassoon. Come on. No! <laughs> Eden Sassoon shook the table. Throw on the witch. Throw on fucking Joe Hoist. Let's bring them all back. I would love Carlton to like pop up. If Randy comes back, I feel like in a few seasons we could see Carlton make a little appearance because I think they're still friends. I think they are too. I would love that. And Brandy uh, recently did a TikTok where she was like, because um, she watches the shows and she was like, I don't like to talk about Beverly Hills as much as I do the other ones because whatever, I, I was on it. She was like, but Garcelle is the voice of reason. And if it wasn't for Denise, me and Garcelle would be friends. And she was like, and Denise wants to come back to TV. And if she does, she needs to talk to me on camera. <laughs> and I was like, yes, please. All the comments were like, bring her back, bring her back. Bring her back. She knows how to work it. She does. Well, that is our Beverly Hills recap. We will be talking about the reunion. So stay tuned when those episodes drop. And let's go into Salt Lake City.
airport seem that enthusiastic about a girl's trip to Arizona? It's the redheaded stepchild of Utah. It's just Utah, warmer and with more white people, if that's even humanly possible. I wouldn't mind San Tropez or Bali or the Maldives, something like that. Well, I don't think Jen can leave the country. USA all the way! Yes! Excited to give you... All right, let's talk about one of my favorite franchises, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. They are back. They are unhinged as ever. They are chaotic. I fucking love these women. The first two minutes of that premiere. Chills. Goosebumps. Oh my God, chills. One of the best openings of all time. Ever. Because it was so haunting. It, it was, was so, so haunting. It was so haunting. Like you, like, you know, you're seeing like all these like past tapes, like when they first started filming their confessionals from season one and they're talking about their friendships and everything like that. And you're just like knowing that like all these are going to like flip, you know, they're all going to crumble. They're going to jet. And I mean, the only friendship that Jen has is the law that's going to crumble. Yeah. Well, but. <laughs> Her, her and the justice system Meredith and Lisa, Heather and Whitney like it's like crazy we love the turning of the dynamics I just chills amazing opening amazing opening I mean okay I also just like the Heather and Whitney of it all is I think the most interesting aspect of it and the fact that we're getting into it next episode episode 3 is like we're hitting the ground running i was telling zach before we started recording the past few two episodes feel a little like they're not like filler at all they're great episodes but it feels like they're doing an incredible job at like building the laying the groundwork laying the groundwork and it's like they have us hooked i'm so hooked on the last two episodes like yeah not much happened the first episode but it was a great reintroduction this season is going to be a fucking phenomenal bit. what happened the first episode so we we met Angie K for like two seconds for like two seconds and doesn't know uh, how to blend a contour to save her goddamn life. Uh, but she has been lending her house to Jen Shaw for quite some time, I think, because that's where Jen Shaw filmed the after show for season two. It is. And Jen, and I mean, Angie paid for this party, right? 1000%. And then Jen Shaw had the nerve, the audacity, the gall to be like, nah, I would have done things a little different. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, well, you don't have, you, you can't, you, you can't, can't, you can't even throw a fucking friend. party at the McDonald's fucking playpen. You know, I would have probably, you know, done a little things differently too. Like you probably should have not have defrauded the elderly. That's something you could have done different, you know? And I think that's it, something Angie did do different. And that's why she's so in the funny. position to throw a party. It's so funny watching her like, like the entire like episode, especially like an episode two where they're like all like, we just want to be like around Jen and like support her. And I'm like, a criminal. <laughs> I mean, even the scene with her mom in episode two, where she's like, I was like, give that woman her money back, Jen. Give Jen, her her money give back. Give her her money back. Her poor mom. <laughs> or when she was just like, I was like, I didn't do this. Every time she screams, I live for. I live for a Jen Shaw scream. I, I love a Jen Shaw scream. But it's like, you did do this. <laughs> Omar and Reefy. I didn't do this. I'm innocent. It's like, we, it's just like, it's not even eerie because, like, it's just funny, honestly. Like, we know I that know. you are guilty as hell. Like, with the Erica and Tom stuff, it was eerie because there was, like, Erica's never been charged. There was so much, like, stuff that we didn't know at the time of it. It was just we knew the divorce and, like, the lawsuits. But with the Jen stuff, like, you're fully, you're guilty of you're guilty crimes. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Also, like, I want to know the women's reactions once they find out that she pleads guilty. 
Like that on camera is going to be wild. Wild. That will probably be what, like mid-season trailer stuff? Yeah, it'll be for sure mid-season trailer. Because later, because I think they had, honestly, I think they had wrapped filming at that point and then decided to film some extra scenes. Yeah, because if we remember, uh, Meredith, Heather, and Jen were in New York and that was filmed. Yes. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'm tra- that scene was in the trailer where they're in New York. Yeah, and that was filmed way after the season wrap, like a few few weeks. A after, few weeks, yeah, yeah, at least. Um, even like with this cast trip, I'm excited. I've, obviously, this cast is so good and dynamic. The f- uh, five of them, but like, I want some. Let's get the new girls in. Yeah, let, we're, we're, why wasn't anybody invited on the trip that's new? You know, I don't know. I think it was like they were trying to. Fig- I think they were probably like trying to figure out what was going on. They had just lost Mary. Like they're trying to like you know they're like let's not like rush into anything like crazy. Like these girls are good on their own, and then we can like add some dynamics. Apparently, Angie H is the one who starts like the most drama, and from the uh, sneak peek of next week's episode, they were Whitney and Heather were like with Angie. H when it was said about like Lisa Barlow <laughs> and the sexual favors of it all. So Angie H is the catalyst that destroys Whitney and Heather. And I think that producers are probably because Angie um, on premiere night, she said, you're not going to see me for a few, a little bit, but like, believe me when I come in, I come in. So I think that the producers are obviously like, get, get Angie H back here now after what happened on this trip. And then they're like, fuck it, let's just get Angie K in here. And whoever this other lady is, get her in here too. That's that's what I'm thinking too. But um, this Meredith Whitney scene, come on, Beetlejuice. It was, Meredith Marks was serving okay, Beetlejuice realist. If let's break this down. It was Trinity the Tuck. Malibu, baby. <laughs> as Caitlyn Jenner, as Beetlejuice, walking into Whitney's house. Yes. The I have never in my life seen a hunch. <laughs> And then she puts the blanket on, you know, and she's like strolling around. I love the whole like where they're sitting down and you can tell like this is one of those scenes, though, where it's like, I have to go film. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, even like I got to go film at Whitney's house where I got to go film at Whitney's and Whitney's like, hi, 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 friend, hi, friend. And they're sitting there. But like the whole like she's like, what are the rumors that you've heard? And then. Meredith just takes that big, like, just stares at her. I mean, okay. Also, Whitney is so messy, but like, Whitney doesn't get, especially from the fans, like, Whitney doesn't get enough credit for how much of a, like, producer she's being. Like, later into the episode, when it's, um, the police. Fans. <laughs> I heard, heard you say Jed Shaw. <laughs> You guys, the police are the third, is our special guest, NYPD. We um, live, me and you live in like siren, like fucking like hubs, because there's always like police and uh, fire yeah. trucks. For me, I live next to a really big hospital. Like I live maybe two minute walk from like one of the biggest hospitals in like my area, at least. Um, so I, for okay, so Whitney doesn't get enough credit with how much of a producer she is. Like even later in the episode when they get to Arizona and she's talking to Heather and she's like, clearly like, let's produce baby. Like, you know, and Heather's just like, I think we don't say anything until we get back home. And Whitney's shock on her face is like, what do you mean? Like last season we were producing together and now you're like going to throw me out. Heather was, I loved Heather, like being like gagged and gooped about like the Lisa Barlow tea of it all. Like, 
she like she was, was so cracking funny. up. She, she was, was like, cracking no up. way. <laughs> she's like, she's like, who's she like, fucking sexual? bartenders? <laughs> Barbacks? Who she fucking the fucking liquor license? Like you know, <laughs> the Utah liquor license people. Who is she fucking? I mean, I can't wait for next episode when. Le- are you crazy? Are like, you crazy? Are you crazy? I actually like. Let's see if Heather like you know brings something other than her shame about the Mormon church because right now it looks like she's like doing something else. You I know? mean, Eve, next up she goes off on she goes off. You, you lost me, bitch. Oh, you okay. lost me, bitch. <laughs> I li- I love the way she said it. It was like the mm-hmm. cadence, everything. I was like, Miss Heather, she okay. Hey. She- I think okay, but nothing proves that she's guilty more than that response. Because that response was a very, which we haven't even seen the full scene, but that is a very much of a, oh, I thought we were, I thought that was like non-filming yeah, shit you were, that we were you talking were my, about. You were supposed to be my sister, my soulmate, my, my everything. You just threw me under the bus, you know. And I think that Whitney probably didn't mean to throw her under the bus that much, but Whitney's like very, we've said this about Whitney since season one, her delivery she does not have the vernacular. She thinks she, thinks she, she does. Yeah. yeah. She's very much just throws things out there and it's like, ah, like maybe it'll stick. But the girl tries. Like she's no Kyle. She's no Garcelle. She's no Tamara Judge. She is just messy in her delivery. But she, you gotta commend but it. I, you have to appreciate the effort. You have, you have to, to because she's effort. moving the story along. Like Whitney is, and you guys know, Zach knows especially, I'm very like of the spiritual realm. So I think I connect with Whitney because she just will like listen to anybody that calls themselves like a healer, a shaman, an energy worker. What, I, did, what did Meredith? <laughs> I've worked with uh, a shaman before. <laughs> I've worked with many a shamans. <laughs> I was like, Meredith. I've worked also, with, me I've worked with the fucking, Shaman as well. Me and my fucking like mask era as fuck because I clocked that Seth Marks was wearing Cleveland Browns merch in that face. I wouldn't have ball. noticed it until you said it. Oh my gosh. I saw it. I was like, is that the little brown football helmet? Is that? And, I was like, and then I like paused it and I was like, He's wearing Cleveland Browns merch right now. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure most listeners know, but if you're just tuning into this, me and Zach are both from Cleveland. The sports team from Cleveland is the Browns. Seth Marks worked in Cleveland and, you know. Was, well, he worked in Canton. Which he worked is in like, Canton, which is <laughs> Cleveland adjacent. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you a little something about Canton. And I'm sorry if we have any Canton listeners, because, but I'm sure that you'll agree with me. Meredith Marks was very much on the right side of history about not wanting to move to Canton. <laughs> I wouldn't even want her to... Like, I would understand if she wouldn't want to move to Cleveland. Canton is even worse yeah. than Cleveland. I, Cleveland's a pretty good city, honestly. We're Cleveland both is, from there. Like, Cleveland's on the up, actually. It's say. on the up. I think in a few years, Cleveland will be cool. But like even Cheray was at the Browns game, which Seth was wearing, which our um, hetero over here clocked the merch. Yeah, I clocked the merch. Sheree was at the Browns game. I was downtown. It was, you know, I'm I'm, I'm very mask, guys. I love my sports. We got a full-blown straight person on the podcast today, mama. Uh-huh, girl. I love when the Browns score a home run. You know, you know me, girl. No home run! <laughs> I love when they do a home. I love when they strike out. <laughs> I love when they do those alley-oops, you know? I uh, also someone who's getting a lot of camera time this season are Whitney's kids. And we talked about it in previous episodes, how, and guys, let it be known on this podcast that we have a lot of listeners in Salt Lake city. 
And we talked about on this podcast a lot before that we forget that Whitney's a mother because they never showed her family really before. Yeah. The first time we really got her kids was the scene with Mary when she was like, she died. She died. And they were like <laughs> thrown what? out of the window of a car. And she, she rolled did, into did, a did, bank. Did she survive? Oh, no. She died. <laughs> okay. I and then, really and wait, and then, wait, what did she say right after when she was like, I'm so excited for today. To make cookies. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> I want to say I, that. The Mary callback today on that oh, last night's episode. You already knew where I was going. The Mary callback was the highlight of the episode for me. Just like Whitney being like, this is like Mary's house. I kind of miss Mary. And then them just having the Mary. Women. Women. <laughs> Women. <laughs> I The editors, bless the Bravo editors. Bless them. Bless Salt Lake City editors. Uh, it was so uh, good. Always. I also love Lisa um, being in the house being like, the sauces are extremely outdated. <laughs> extremely outdated, but it's it's cute. It was that house was so outdated. Look at porn set. Like a seventies porn did, set. It it very much looks like seventies, like something. an early nineties porn set. Yeah, like very that, very that. It's like where all the guys um, fuck out on the pool. I've seen them. The, they go like it's like what what is that like daddy and pool boy or no it's like um like Sean Cody weekend three getaway pool <laughs> edition. They're all just raw dogging by the pool. Woof. It's hot. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is so Wendy Williams of me because you guys know how I love my transitions. You know how we're going from um talking about porn and pool boys to let's talk about Whitney's abuse. <laughs> Zach, that was the worst transition ever. That was so that's Wendy Williams. Next in my notes. I don't know what else we did. We're talk not about. following the notes anymore. <laughs> There's a new format. I know there's a new format, but we've talked about pretty much everything except for Whitney's trauma. And I'm sorry. I just didn't know how to transition. If any of you guys know how to transition topics, let me know because I am clearly oblivious to it. But we got to talk about it. Okay. I do want to say um, this scene gave me a lot of anxiety. It, yeah. Like I went to bed with a pit in my stomach. It just gave me weird. I don't know. Like, Well, because uh, she's not exactly, which I respect. Uh, like I don't really. She's not exactly here. Yeah. I don't need you to d- disclose what happened, but it's like very much like I hate when it kind of like leaves it up to imagination because it's like you're like, what possibly could have like happened? I mean, her response dark. though was like that was one of like the realest moments I think we've seen in Housewives history. It was like she was she was going through it. Yeah. Like she was shaking. like yeah, she was like shaking, sobbing, like. It was bad. Um, I don't know. I think that like Whitney's giving us a lot of dynamic storyline. Like this is, it's crazy that she's working through this. Her brother's working through this. Like obviously their family's gone through trauma. Like we've met their dad. Um, is, is she still not speaking to him? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. And I, that was the brother that was speaking to him. Yeah. I think we'll get more insight obviously next episode, but then when she meets with the other brother and his wife as well. Right. Um, but like, also, even when she brought it up, like Heather's face was you. And then Heather was kind of, like, do you, she was like taken aback that she didn't know. It's kind of like, I mean, I think it's like sometimes family or like people that you're like really, really close to, they kind of almost get offended if you don't tell them something like super, super personal. Like they think like we were closer than that. Like, yeah. I remember when I like came out to my cousin like who's like one of my best friends like we like are born two weeks apart like and i came out to him and i like was like and he was so shocked and he was was like 
like everyone that I went to in high school was like, obviously. And then like, <laughs> but like, but then like when you tell your family, like they know you your entire life. So like, they just view you as you, like they don't view you as like gay or straight, you know, like they like are like, Oh, that's Zach. Like, you know? And so when I told him, he was like very Heather, like you like, like shook, shook. And you? I was like, bitch, the gag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the gag is. I want to gag on cock. So, um, yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of like, um, that was what I got out of like Heather's reaction. Was, yeah. Like, the reaction kind of was like, very like, it's just Heather's mannerisms are so like everything she does is very like, which I feel like that is going that when we got that response, I feel like that's going to start the Heather Whitney dynamic where it's like, Heather's going to probably feel like, I don't know you as like, as I, well I as I we were, thought, I thought we were closer than that. But and then, then when also, Whitney, she's like, gonna look tur- like throws her under the bus a little bit. Then she's gonna be like, "Wow, I really like fuck you." Like you know, like it's gonna like catapult into a lot of different areas. But it's like perception is reality, which is like such a big thing because Heather's reality is probably like, "What the fuck?" First, she didn't tell me this and says it to the group, and then now she's running me under the bus. But like we saw, she just told her husband last episode. So Heather's gonna watch, has watched that back and been like, "Well, fuck." She just you know. She just right. told her. Like, she just told Justin, but then also, I don't think Whitney had planned on outing that information to the group. Really, I mean, she said it to Lisa, and she did have the moment alone with Heather, which it didn't seem right. It's not right. No one knows when it's right for you to talk about your trauma. You know? Yeah. It's never a right time. And if they just did that healing uh, thing with the shaman, and it was like, okay, now's the time that I'm gonna like disclose this to the group because emotions are coming up. And in that moment with Heather, we were talking tea and moving the storyline along like producers. And the the moment with Lisa in the hot tub was more of a, you know, moment where that was coming up again. We were connecting. Yeah. And in this moment, yeah. we they weren't connecting before that. I don't know. I don't really I'm not I think I'm like older, the older I'm getting, the less I take shit personal with like right. people. It's like Everyone's going through, I'm 30, we're all going through things in life. If you don't tell me something, maybe you want to tell me in person because you haven't told me, or if I don't speak to you every day, I don't need to speak to some of my best friends that are in Ohio every day because we're in different states. Right. But yeah. we have good catch-ups, and when I see them, it's like the people that you're you close to. you got to speak to me every day. Yeah. You don't, yeah, and please don't speak to me every day, baby. But there's, oh. days, there's days where me and Mo are like, I Oh, no, you meant you. Me. I meant like the people... <laughs> There are some days where we won't speak until like the end of the day. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's it's like rare. But we do have to speak throughout the entire day. We, we, I, we communicate every day, but there are the days where it's like I'm logging off. Most days, um, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, me and Zach had a really good conversation recently about um. Like, just this retrograde was hard on relationships and on people. And I was like, we made it out of this retrograde kind of better with our communication. Yeah. Um, I'm on, I'm on a little sabbatical from work. So I have a lot of time on my hands right now before I go back next month. And Zach is really busy at work. So we're like, we've traded like roles right now. We're like, you know, and we have been talking things out a lot, which is good. And like, you know, mm-hmm. the more you grow in a partnership. 
we always send voice memos to each other. We're always like, you know, and, and sometimes the voice memos like work against us because we'll start talking Bravo and it's like things that we should probably be saving for the podcast. But that's literally just us. like, it's like when you guys are listening to this podcast, it's like listening to me and most voice memos throughout the day. It's just us like talking to each other. And like, like friends. I called Zach today just to ask him what time he wanted to record this afternoon. And we ended up talking for 40 minutes on his ride home about like these Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift. There was some Kanye in there. Like it was nothing related to like Housewives of the episode. We saved that, but like that's what works because we can easily have conversations about like pop culture and shit that does is so mean. And we talked about boy stuff too. Like we talked about actual life stuff. Like that's what works. Like you guys are truly listening to conversations with friends. And someone DM'd us recently and said they love the new format because we're like having more combo. It feels like combo with friend as opposed to like a Bullet like, point A, bullet point B. A and Heather said this. And, and he- yeah, yeah. Which I don't I don't think we're gonna go back to that. I like this. You like this? Yeah, I do too. Um <laughs> we're so, with it. But going back to the episode and talking about, you know, the shaman of it all, we got like the Lisa Barlow and Meredith, like and and Lisa Barlow, I felt her in that moment where she's like, I just have to walk away at some point. Like, you know, it's like, you can only like say so much. Like, I mean, I feel like I was in that, like a couple, I mean, like, ugh, like literally two months ago when I had a coworker that was just, it, we started off really like good friends and it ended very poorly. Um, and there was just certain days where, you can only apologize so much and you have to like walk away. Like, it's like this person is just not going to like, you know? Yeah. But you, you didn't do anything wrong in that situation. Lisa Barlow. Did no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't say that they they're a whore. They fucked half of New York. So like, I, okay. I'm sorry. But like anytime that they show back to that clip, you piece of shit, garbage whore. I hate her. She's a whore. She's half of new york and it is just so fucking camp and iconic like the she's a fucking garbage whore the fuck garbage whore fuck she's her a whore. she's fucked half of new, fuck york. new york garbage whore is just like that does not fly off the tongue that no. does not come to mind no, i know that never... is something that you have been marinating on for a long time or it's something that is so random that just flies out like quickly you're not thinking you know because like i don't i would never think to call someone a garbage fucking whore no and like you're a dirty ass bitch. Sure. I everyone mean, calls I mean, you. What's the, what's the party title? Um, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> it wasn't a GBL. Garbage, um, trash, whore, lingerie right. party or something like that. Sharif was like, do not call it that. He's like, please, please no. Like, I'm sorry, but Jen Shaw's so likable. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I saw a tweet, someone going like, listen, like the reason why, like, we're kind of rooting for Jen as opposed to like rooting for Erica is like, and, and, and what's funny about the whole Jen versus Erica is people hate Erica more for the chance that she might've just known what was going on. We're like, Jen Shaw literally defrauded the elderly, committed the crime, did the act. She is the Tom Girardi in the situation. She, People like her more. I was going to say, she is the Tom Girardi. She's a mastermind. She's the mind of a master in this situation. And it's like, if Erica would have taken that approach of like, I'm so sorry, I'm crying every episode, I don't know that she'd still be with us. Like, I think she needed to take this villainous approach, which is yeah. truly who she is. Um, in order for her to be a staple in the franchise again, mind you, as much as people hate Erica, 
as much. And every time everyone's posting their cast predictions, even people who drag her, I have seen Erica Jane in every single, like, she needs to come back. Yeah. Rena's the main one that's like, get rid of her. But, like, anyone who's posting, like, their cast, I've I've almost always, like, 90%, I would say, not always, but 90%, I'd seen Erica Jane. Yeah. They know. And Erica, if this had not happened to her, we've said on this podcast, she would have been gone, 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 girl. Oh, yeah. A long time. Yeah, because, I mean, I was, I think, before, I think it was season 10. I I think her and Denise would have made the exit together. I was like, I was like, let it, let Erica go. It's time to, it's time to let the mouse go. If you know? she wasn't bringing much, she I wasn't did. bringing anything. And then all of a sudden all this legal, it, she just turned into like this evil villain. And it was, it's been, it's, it's been some of very the pleasing to watch. I will it's say. honestly, truly top five things that have happened to me personally in my life is the demise of Erica Jane. Cause I just, I love it. I love her as a villain. I think, I think it's incredible. I'm sorry. I root for evil. not us doing like an evil cackle right now at the same time oh god also did you see ira madison we're going back into belby hills but whatever posted uh lisa and erica were like the rocket power from pokemon like team oh my gosh like uh jesse and james yeah that was them oh my gosh who's meow um who knows Who's their little their little sidekick? They don't. I think it's just really them. It's just them too. Like maybe yeah. Sometimes it could be. Nah, Dorit was definitely. She chose the right team this time. She said, "Bye, girls." She was like, "Uh, uh." I am not going to be on this side of history." No, she was like, "Doom, dong, dong." She was following each of them like back and forth, and in Aspen, she got up and followed them. And this time, she said, "I'm going to sit right here on an island by myself." Not following the Richard sisters, and I'm not following those two dingbats out the door. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, well, I guess that's our Salt Lake recap. I'm excited to see next week's episode. Next like week is like, the fuck off. It's going to pop. I just pray that we, like, get the full meltdown, and may- it can end with Heather, like, storming off. But, like, I need yeah, the full I sit want down. The full, I want the full scene, and then, like, leave us with Heather storming off, and then, like, what's going to happen next. But, like, I don't want it to be, like... You know, and it's like, like okay, because remember when we, we talked about this a lot last season, where it got exhausting towards the end with the Zion trip and everything, iconic television for sure, but it did get exhausting. That's why I think it's perfect that we are doing this slow burn. Yeah, we're getting the story, we're laying the groundwork, the foundation of the house is being built, but like they're not like they're blue balling us, or so we're not coming too soon, right? Because last season, like, my balls hurt. I came too many times. And I was like... Oh, my I gosh. Really, it was it was too many. I wanted to chop my dick off last season. I was like, I can't come anymore. They are crazy. <laughs> it was too much. I was I, I, I was so tired by the end. But it's I was exhausted. I was in tears, almost. Um, incredible season last season. I Like I said, I've rewatched it multiple times. I think that this season of Salt Lake is going down in the history books. Let it be known. You heard it here first. As Carolyn Manzo said, you heard it here first. You guys, Mo quoting Caroline Manzo. When, <laughs> do you guys remember a few episodes back when he said that Caroline Manzo had no iconic lines? Well, there's one. Uh, okay. Listen, she did have a few. I will. I'll eat my. She word. had. She had. She said, "You heard it here first. There's you heard that it here one. First. Mark my she words. had. She goes. You know what you did. She also had. You know you're what a you clown. Did. You're a clown you're there. A clown. Calling me a clown. You're a clown there with your red hair. Okay. Had, okay. This, I'll. This, this child is breaking. I don't remember that one. <laughs> when Gia's crying and she's like, this family. I don't know. That, that's when it, I think that's when it leads up to like, listen, 
there's going to be a moment where oh that's not i don't think that's that episode i think it's like when it's like the she's like signing the books like teresa and she's like there's gonna be a moment where somebody's gonna go somewhere and teresa's gonna have to pick herself up by the bootstraps something may happen where maybe someone has to go somewhere teresa's gonna have to pull herself up by her bootstraps and take over she'll say you know what i tried i stood by him but i have to divorce him now and i'm gonna show my daughters what it's like to be strong and independent on your own and <laughs> I don't think that Caroline just didn't have it in like her 20 whatever 2010 bingo card that Teresa was going to be the one also going away. <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny. She didn't think she she called her shocked. <laughs> that is our Salt Lake City recap. All right guys, that is the latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. Next week TBD, we're going to try to get an episode out to you, but also it's BravoCon. It's going to be very hectic. Don't know what the schedule is going to look like, but we will be constantly updating you with content that weekend. So we're going live, baby. We're, we're going live on the Instagram. Yeah. We're going to make TikToks. We're going to make posts. We're going to be taking you along the ride with us. Like, get it ready. And if anyone's everything. going, like we said, we want to meet you. So, like, DM, like, let's get it going. We want you to be in the content. We want to do the damn thing. Let's I talked about keep- like recording like journalistic like voice memos on the on the fly. Like we might I feel like that'd be fun to do, but like we'll get an episode out when we get an episode out. I think we're all gonna be exhausted with Bravo by that. So Yeah, it's gonna be a lot, but we are excited for it. We can't wait. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon. We have survivor recaps coming for that soon. Our first one is up Go check it out right now and make sure you follow us on our socials at um, about underscore Bravo on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to leave reviews. Let us know how we're doing and DM us. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.